entirely five subjective. Really good. Yeah. yeah, my cafe. God, you get what? You get five? No, you get one free coffee if you order five through the mobile yeah, app. Yeah, so it says the sixth is on us. Oh my god. But I don't know why sixth is capitalized. McDonald's is so fucking thirsty for us to use their mobile also, app. Also, why is this Christmas themed? There's a candy cane on this cup. Is there really? There's a, there's a candy cane. Yeah, that cup is expired, dog. Why is it? Yeah, it says your holiday in every sip. No. Why all. is... Do you want me to tell you what I was doing upstairs? Yeah, what were you doing? I was putting my phone on the wireless charger, oh, even though God. I still had plenty of juice. I thought you said you weren't going to charge it this whole weekend. That was the plan, but now I realize, now that I have this battery case, I'm addicted to having maximum battery at all times. So now you need to see that it's like yeah. 100. <laughs> it also, that's the only downside to the battery case, is it's pretty heavy, and if you're lugging around this battery case all day, it's a weird feeling if it's dead. You know what I mean? Like the battery case itself? Yeah. And it's like, why Did it die already? This? It did, but I hadn't charged it since Friday evening. Right. So you haven't charged it until today? Yeah. Wow. But I put it on the charger, even though I had like 98% battery on my phone. Excessive. <laughs> Excessive battery. Yeah. Are we recording? Yeah, we are recording. Oh my gosh, should we introduce the podcast? Yeah, you always ask me for recording. I just want to make sure so I can put on my radio voice. Oh yeah, do your radio voice. Is it any different than yeah, your regular voice? Yeah, it's sort of more like this. And guys, I'm really just glad that you joined us today for this podcast. What is that Tim Meadows movie? Um, the ladies' man. Yes. Yeah, so I, my ladies' man voice. Um, let's name the podcast, shall we? Yeah. Okay. So welcome to entirely, entirely subjective. subjective. This is the podcast where we talk about subjects. Yeah. So a, this is this is the podcast where we talk about subjects as a good subtitle. I think so. And Kelsey has brought the subject today. Oh, I have brought the subject. Yeah, my name's Graham, by the way. Oh yeah, and I'm yeah. I'm Kelsey. Yeah. Graham just yeah. then. Um. Yeah, so I can start off if you want to hear what my subject is. Yes, please. You don't have anything to discuss before we get into so. the subject? I don't think so. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to think if I have anything. You know the listeners can hear that, right? I'm going to get it out. It's so unprofessional. <laughs> I'm very unprofessional. My phone went off in the last episode. Yeah, I was embarrassed about that. Oh, I'm sorry. You guys couldn't see, but I was blushing. He was so embarrassed. Yeah. Okay, well, I have our subject. Okay. Uh, the subject is going to be movies. Oh, wow. It's <laughs> a good one. It is a good one. You got lots of thoughts on uh, this. It was also really hard for me not to say it in yeah. the way that I love to say that word, which is movies. Movies. <laughs> which is a joke from the Oscars last year, yeah. which I could not find on YouTube, so I'm now... Fuck. I'm entirely uncertain of that actually no, happened. No, it definitely <laughs> happened. We had other witnesses there. I was going to say, listeners, go find the clip of Matthew McConaughey I honestly can, cannot find it on YouTube. Whatever award he was presenting, it was like he cinematography was or something. Drunk as a skunk. He's the drunkest person I've maybe ever yeah. seen. <laughs> and what they wrote for him to say when he approached the microphone was movies, they're an illusion. But old Matt, being drunk as a skunk, shouted it into the microphone and really let his southern drawl shine. Just like Matthew McConaughey, where his face is like so red and he's so, so sweaty, sweaty and his hair is so long and like stringy and he just gets up to the mic he and he looks in the camera there. and he says, movies, they're, they're a an illusion. illusion. <laughs> and it was very unsettling. Yeah. I'll was, tell you what, we're going to look for this clip. It's got to exist somewhere and I, maybe we I, can post it on the Instagram or something. Like maybe we can find the entire ceremony and like find it. Yeah, we'll edit it that. for you guys to cut it down to that clip because you must see, you must see this. So if I find the, the audio of the clip, I'm going to put it in here. Movies. Uh, they're an illusion. Yes. Okay, great. That was cool. so funny. Do you know how to do that? I don't know. Oh shit. That would be so cool. If we <laughs> I'll find that. it somehow. I don't okay, know. Cool. 
Uh, well, what did you have in mind for movies? Like the, the films themselves or our experience going to movies? Uh, all of it. Because we have seen a lot of movies together. Yeah. Like one have. of the first things we ever did as friends is go to see movies. What movies did we go uh, see? We went to go see um, The Beguiled at Lincoln Center. Oh, that's right. That was a while ago. Yeah, that, was a, you, that was an interesting film. <laughs> you did not like that movie. I didn't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> but The Lincoln Center is kind of far, you know? It was very far. <laughs> uh, we didn't plan very well. No. Uh, we had a bunch of friends with us. You had something to do before, yeah. and then you had to meet us later, I and did. we were just like all like not. Yeah, we're like having a weird time. Oh, you know what it was? Is it was therapy? Oh yeah. yeah, I was doing weekly therapy at the time, which is very beneficial. Didn't you Any break up with your therapist right he before actually, we saw that movie? Yeah, he broke up with me, which was such a relief because I had been trying to find a way to break up with him for a while, and I had never. Aww. That was really my first time, I think, doing regular therapy, and it was. I was doing it because there was something specific that I was struggling with. And to his credit and to the credit of therapy in general, it really helped. Um, and I had been seeing him for maybe three or four months. And he really helped me get through this thing that I was seeing him for and then like, in about got... three months. So that fourth month, I was like, shit, I really, I don't know that I need to be coming here anymore. What would you but talk about in the fourth month? I would when... just sort of rehash stuff and say, like, yeah, I'm feeling, like, a lot better. Very genuinely. He'd be like, that's great. What else do you want to talk about? And I would be like, just how great I feel. You know? <laughs> that's refreshing so, for him, maybe. Yeah, it was refreshing for him. And I think it got so obvious that I didn't need to be there anymore for this particular issue that I came for another three or four sessions until... Finally, he was like, you know, I don't know that you need to come next week or in general, but like you have my number in case you do. That's so nice of him. It though. was really nice of him. Um, God, I was relieved though because I was going to probably keep going for months and months because <laughs> I didn't know how to break up with him. Yeah, and that would be uncomfortable. Yeah, I guess you could just me. also like ghost your therapist. Yeah, I guess you could do that. Uh, but yeah, he, he dumped me and it was awesome. And then I got on the train and I went up to Lincoln Center to meet you guys to see the Beguiled. Yeah, uh, which is. It's the type of film that I would definitely recommend seeing on, I'm sure it's streaming somewhere now. I have, Oh, it's on HBO now, I think. I've okay. seen it on there. Because I've thought okay. about watching it again. Because I did genuinely enjoy that movie. Yeah. And so one of my favorite filmmakers, um, whose name I'm not going to remember right now. Isn't it like Sophia or something? It is. <laughs> Sweet. That, the daughter of the guy who did The Godfather. Okay. Which is very mean to say about her because she's like her own yeah. filmmaker. That's also a remake. Did you know that movie no, was a remake? I had no idea. It was like a remake of a... Um, why can't I remember anyone's name right now? The guy from The Mule. <laughs> oh, Clint Eastwood. <laughs> I think that he is in the original version of really? that movie from like the 70s. I'm like... And from what I understand, Clint Eastwood was good at one point? Yeah, he was good okay. at some point. We can talk okay. about The Mule separately because that that's a, talk about. a movie that... Yeah, we saw it recently. Uh, we saw it so recently and it was... No one ever checked my ticket when I went to go see The Mule. Yeah, friends. that was kind I of bizarre Kelsey actually. I met and friend of the pod, Stephanie... Uh, at the Times Square AMC to see the mule. And this is like a very large labyrinth of a theater. This is like gigantic. It's in huge there. and there's multiple floors. And I'm wandering through it trying to find the right theater. My ticket's on my phone. I'm also trying to find the person who's supposed to check the ticket. And next thing I know, I'm inside the movie theater sitting down next <laughs> to you guys. And you were just like, no one checked my ticket. Somehow I had snuck past the <laughs> checkpoint without even realizing it. I still don't know where the checkpoint was because I was there. Uh, the for us, it was when you go up the like seventh escalator and you get to the concession stand finally yeah and then you had to go up another escalator it yeah. was right before we went up that escalator okay. that was when someone checked my ticket okay well somehow I it's also happened like no one caught me. it's like also happened like three escalators down from there yeah. like the couple times we saw we saw annihilation there which is 
that theater, I was going to say, <laughs> and sometimes it has much stricter security because I think it was Annihilation oh, yeah, you that got I caught. forgot to sneak a beer in. We we like to sometimes bring our own beverages. Sometimes. to the, We like to almost every time bring our own beverages in the movie theater and I have a backpack. And if it's a movie theater that checks bags, which a lot of them do, I'll usually put um, like your jacket, a jacket or like some assorted trash that I have <laughs> with me in my, in my backpack on top of the beer and it works like a charm. But this time I didn't even think to do it. I just yeah, bought a beer anything. and dropped it in there and they were checking bags. And so I unzipped it. I don't even think it was in a brown paper bag it at that point. It wasn't in a brown paper bag. There was nothing else in my backpack. I don't even know why I had my backpack with me. It was just that beer. And the poor guy checking the tickets didn't even know like how to respectfully let me know that he had caught me. He was like, is that a beer? And I was like, fuck, I'm going to have to play dumb. So I was like, holy shit, that is a beer. Wow, it's crazy that's, that's I in said, there. I said, can I not bring that in? And he's like, uh, no, that's like the whole point of the bag check. Uh, so you can't. And so you throw it in the trash. I just throw it in the trash and I was embarrassed. Which is sad because if there was any movie to get drunk during, it was that movie. Oh my God. Because that movie fucking sucked. Yeah. I feel like maybe we've talked about that movie on the podcast before. But Have we? It was, we both had read the book mm. uh, before seeing the movie, which is not, we're not usually like book people, so I don't want to sound snotty here, but in this case yeah. we had read the book. I mean, we like, we read like a few books. Yeah, yeah. I'll it's not so a prerequisite much. for us. And I read that book as part of the trilogy, and I read all three of the books, yeah. and I loved them. You like the books a lot more than yeah, I did. Yeah, you hated them. <laughs> I just got exhausted by them. I didn't. I, really I thought the premise it. was really interesting, and I finished the first book because it was like pretty well written and unique. But the premise just stays the premise and never becomes anything else. It promises yeah. like this whole reveal, and then there. It just like never gets. You never get any there. different. And it's a trilogy, and they still don't reveal anything. Yeah, they so. They're not. Well, they kind of do in the third book. I they told you that, do. right? Yeah, they kind yeah. of do. I, I ended up reading the plot synopsis of the second and third <laughs> books on Wikipedia because I realized I wasn't going to get through them. But, I, but I also read the plot synopsis, and there's stuff in the Wikipedia article that isn't in the book. Ooh la la. So. Or uh, the opposite. There's stuff in the book that's not in the Wikipedia. Yeah. Well, but I didn't you, need that beer for you the movie. didn't. You didn't like that movie, and you actually thought the book was better than the movie, which yeah. is saying a lot because you didn't really like the book that much. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but a lot of people really love that movie, and it makes me feel insane because yeah. it's not good. <laughs> there are certain elements of it that I get. If you've seen Annihilation, like the visuals are looks really cool. cool. It looks cool, and it's like a very unique concept. It's not something that you could easily do, I wouldn't think, in terms of making the visuals look good. Yeah. It's just like there's so much so much stuff in the book that was like better no. than what they did in the movie. Like it's like them going into like a weird contaminated area, but like the part where they like have to cross over into the contaminated area and the book is just called The Border, which I think it's a pretty normal thing to call something. Yeah. And in the movie it's called The Shimmer for some reason. Yeah, for no reason. <laughs> for literally no reason. Yeah. Which is disappointing though, because that director and writer wrote and directed one of my absolute favorite movies in the entire world, which is Ex Machina. Oh, I was gonna say I robot. <laughs> I'm at a point where I'm getting ex machina. That's really rude. I is iRobot a good movie? Uh, I don't know if I've ever seen I it. I was just recently talking about this movie with someone because I used to watch it in, I don't remember what the class was called, but we used to watch it in a class in middle school. Really? That was like about technology. Like, we like had, more than once you would watch iRobot? I think that he played it for us at least twice. That's kind of weird. He would like have days where like we wouldn't do anything except watch movies. So we watched that movie and we yeah. also watched the movie Clock Stoppers. I've never seen Clock Stoppers. Is that like Time Kids? What am I thinking of where it's kids and they're time? I don't know. Okay. Clock Stoppers might have been a Disney Channel original movie. Okay, that's I what think, I'm thinking of. Then. I think that it was real, but maybe not. What do you mean, real? Like, I think it was like a real movie that went to theaters. Oh, okay. But it looks like a Disney Channel original movie oh, cool. and has like a similar... I love that aesthetic. It has like... <laughs> it's like they use watches to stop time. Clock oh, Stoppers. That would be cool. <laughs> 
Uh, what other movies have we seen? Uh, we had Movie Pass, which I'm sure a lot of oh, listeners Oh, yeah, we were had. all caught up in that drama of Movie Pass. We were, but we also, to I guess to our credit, uh, we made good mm. use of it when there was that six-month or so period where Movie Pass really was like... Nonsense. Well, no, not nonsense. Oh, when it was functioning when it was well. Good. Yeah. yeah, it was like what it said it was, and it was really, it opened things up for us. Yeah, that was pretty nice. The only, well, I did that crazy deal that they like, they definitely made them go out of business. Yeah. So it's because they offered this deal, yeah. which was unlimited movies for an entire year for $90, which I think I calculated how many movies I saw on my movie pass yeah. versus paying $90. And I paid like $2 a movie. Really? Like. Yeah. You got the annual. Mine was monthly. Yeah. Mine was. Yeah. You had the $10 monthly, right? Well, that was when you first started to know something not great was going on. Yeah. Cause they kept changing they, everything. They emailed that offer out and I was like, that's actually a really good deal. I'll probably do that. And I circled back like a week later they to sign up out. and they're like, no, it's gone permanently. We don't offer that anymore. Cause didn't you already have it? And then you wanted to upgrade to that I wanted to upgrade. because yeah, then you went back one. to look at it and that was when they were doing $10 a month, but also you get iHeartRadio. What the fuck we is that? We were all that? so thirsty for an iHeartRadio subscription. Oh, that was so dumb. But we, we did see a lot of movies we did during see. the good days of movie pass. Yeah, R.I.P. There's a couple of theaters near our office. Um, one of them is the oh, Regal. Yeah. We used to lo- we used to go to that theater yeah. so much and we never go there anymore. Yeah, there is a Union Square Regal here that's a pretty big theater and it tends to show most stuff. We used to go there all the time. Yeah. That was our hometown theater. We haven't been there once probably for pushing a year now, I would think. Not quite a year, probably. We saw Avengers there. Um. Oh, yeah. I was going to say the last movie we saw there was Hereditary, but that was the last movie we saw movie pass. So. Yeah. Uh, we saw Jurassic Park, the whatever, the bad world or whatever. No, we saw that at that other theater. But we, we saw, saw that on Movie in... Pass. That was my last oh. Movie Pass uh, movie that I saw. Did we really see that on Movie Pass? Maybe did. that was the last we one. We saw this very weird AMC. That's sure like it wasn't far hereditary? wider than a normal movie theater. Oh yeah, so like we've gotten really bad. The center seat. section of this theater is even remotely close to what you would consider being able to see a film. Yeah. So then, if you sit on anything that's not in the center, you it's can't crazy. see anything. It's crazy. We sat on one of the sides. This is the first time we went there when we had not yet learned our lesson about selecting seats in the middle oh, yeah. to see a movie called Upgrade. Is that the first time we went there? I think so. God, that movie was terrible. That movie was weird. And it got really good reviews, too, because I know we all saw the trailer and we were like, that's not really our cup Anything of tea. that's not based on something gets really good reviews now. That's true. And that was like, I appreciated it. That it was like an original concept. Yeah, it was original. It's not based on anything. I have such a problem with movies now where. Some of it seems like you're watching someone play a video game, and that yeah. movie was very much like watching someone play a, play a video game. Yeah, it was. Especially because he was like not in control of his body, much like someone who's in a video game. Yeah. It was also gross, which we didn't expect. Oh, I'm yeah. It was really gory. <laughs> we brought our friend Stephanie because we told not her. Like gore. We told her it was going to be so relaxing to go see this movie. Yeah. And it was like really, really gory. Well, the trailer didn't have any gore reveal in it. that it was going to be like that, but it was like saw level gore. Yeah. Maybe that's a little strong, but it was like. Have you seen the Saw movie? Yeah. Ugh. We used to see them all the time, like in... Oh, I never saw them in theaters. I was oh, too really? scared. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, in high school, that was like our go-to was like the seven Saw movies. Like, uh, I once saw House of Wax on theaters, and that was the scariest movie I ever saw in theaters. I've never seen House of Wax. It's like Paris Hilton. Mm. They like get trapped in like a wax. Oh, machine, I know what you're talking about. And they about. just like get wax poured all over yeah. them. <laughs> this is the same era where I went to go see Van Helsing. Oh, this is a fun thing to talk about. It's like in high school when you went to go see movies yeah, with to make huge out. groups of people yeah. to like all make out or yeah. whatever. I went to go see Van Helsing to make out with my girlfriend. Uh, we didn't make out. <laughs> <laughs> I like that movie. Uh, I don't remember it because the whole time I was like trying to plan on whether I should put my arm around her or not. I was very nervous. 
Um, I think I did. You, but you were sitting like Yeah, that. I was sitting like with my hands clasped. Uh, I did, I think, eventually put my arm around her. It was fucking terrifying. Uh, she didn't really respond to that. So she probably I was, like, was also really yeah, nervous. Yeah, she was also probably nervous. Um, but it was like in the era where you would like plan to, it was like, my friends had talked to her friends, and we were all going to Van and Helsing, like, and like we were supposed to make out during that movie. Like we had not ever made out, and everyone you know is like sitting around. Yeah, you. and they're like, "All right, make out now!" And you're like, "Fuck, this is so, so scary." Uh, and we no, we didn't make out. So, oh, of course not. And I think we broke up shortly afterwards. Yeah, because it's too nerve wracking. Yeah, way too nerve wracking. What a weird like first kiss to like go with forty other kids, and they're all like, "You're gonna make out, right?" Like everyone's gonna make out. Everyone's gonna make out. Everyone pair up with the person you're gonna make out with. <laughs> so yeah. We saw Mean Girls like that, where we all, like, were in, like, a huge group. Yeah. I saw, like, I don't know, like, I feel like I blacked out so many times during seeing those movies because it was so stressful because you'd have to go, like, with huge groups of people yeah. and then everyone would have, like... You'd have to their, sit in the right couple. spot. Yeah. And if you don't, then, like, someone's going to be mad at you and after the movie. It's like, dude, why didn't you sit by so-and-so? Like, she was, like, the whole point was for you to sit by so-and-so. And you're like, God damn God, I wasted $8. Yeah. I'll tell you what, buddy. Even if I had sat by so-and-so, I would have been too goddamn terrified to put my arm around her. So it's fine. It worked <laughs> it's totally out for fine. everybody. Uh, yeah, I saw Pursuit of Happiness, I think, like that. I never saw that film. I really, I almost walked out of that movie because it was too sad. Oh, okay. Um, and also later I heard from other people that they didn't think it was very good. But at the time, everyone was like, this is going to be a very good movie. Yeah. So well, good. Will Smith had that period. I still have hopes for him that he regains his form. But he had that period where, like, you could really bank on a Will Smith movie being good, right? We, we talked about this. Yeah. And not on the podcast. invincible. But... And this was when I was, like, probably still in high school. So it's not, I didn't know enough about movies to know that, like, even someone like Will Smith. No, but he can... was, like, one of the highest paid actors. Yeah. Were, like... And his movies were good. At least a kid in high school, they all seemed like, I liked them. And also they seemed like adults liked and respected them, he too. He was, like, in really good action movies. Was, yeah, Like, yeah. Independence Day. And... But not even just action movies. Like, Hitch is still a great Hitch is film. a good movie. Hitch is a good film. Men in Black uh, is a good I movie. I Am Legend is a good film. Oh, I Am Legend is a good movie. Like, he had that stretch where it was like, well, Will Smith's always going to be the best actor. He made really bad decisions. Yeah. But I feel like he's still got time. Oh, sure. Yeah. He's going to be the genie in yeah. Aladdin. <laughs> yeah. That looks kind of He's going to be in something else that I just saw him. Oh, that sounds great. What a tease. <laughs> wow. It was like announced that he was going to be in something, but maybe not. He's like also maybe a Scientologist, so. That's also a good point, because yeah. he felt like he was such a normal, like, relatable movie star. Yeah, he, he sent his kids to a school where they were learning how to uh, do alchemy. Oh, really? Yeah. Seems like that's where things really went downhill for him, <laughs> is when he had children. I mean, his kids are fucking strange. I don't know much about that. But they're never going to be normal, because they're how could rich. You be? How could you they're be? They're so rich. How could you be? But Jane Smith again. is cool. How could you be? How could you be normal? How could you be? <laughs> well, what's your favorite movie? My favorite movie is Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, right. Yeah. What's your favorite movie? Do you like I say that a bunch of movies are my favorite movie? Yeah, you've never given me a straight answer on this one. <laughs> I think the most consistent answer I have is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Okay. And, like, second is, like, Black Swan. Yeah, you have said Black Swan before. I love Black Swan. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, that's a good movie. But also, there's a movie that my family and I have watched maybe hundreds of times yeah. called That Thing You Do that was written and directed by Tom Hanks. Yeah. And very few people have ever seen this movie. I've never seen that movie. It is I feel so like I good. had never even heard of it until you... Oh my God. There's no way to watch it either. You can like maybe rent it on Amazon Prime. Yeah. It's not on Netflix. We have it on DVD, which is how my family is watching well, it so yeah. much. It is 
an incredible movie. It's yeah. so good. You need to watch like, it. Like, start to finish, it's incredible. Liv Tyler's in this movie, and she looks beautiful. Yeah. She's so beautiful. Do you know what it's about? No. Well, yeah, he's, like, in a band, right? Tom Hanks? Yeah. Tom Hanks is not the main character. Oh, okay. So he is, like... Okay, so it's about a band from Erie, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Is that where Erie is? Yeah. Um, so they're, like... Maybe in... They're not in high school. They're, like, in their 20s. But they're, like, all, like, from a hometown band... And this guy who, like, works in his parents' shop is, like, a drummer. And then the drummer of the, their band breaks his arm, like, jumping over something. And so they, like, know him. So, like, can you come be in our band for this one gig that we're going to do? It's, like, a talent show or something. Yeah. So they go play this talent show. And the drummer is so nervous that he plays the song really fast. But it becomes, like, a very good song faster. Yeah. And the song is called That Thing You Do. Which is originally a ballad. And their lead singer is, like, a moody guy who, like, gets so upset that his song is, like. Yeah. He's a it's, like, a pop song now. Yeah. So they had this really good pop song. They, like, get, like, a gig, like, playing at, like, a pizza joint. And then, like, someone discovers them. So they get, like, played on the radio. And they do, like, a little circuit. And then Tom Hanks discovers them. And Tom, Tom Hanks is, like, a... a hot shot. Yeah. yeah. So he, like, takes them around the country. And they become... It's basically the Beatles. But okay. it's, like, a their one-hit wonders. And the name of the band is called The Wonders. Well, that sounds cool. And it's very fun. I'll have to watch it. For me, for my family, that movie that we watched too many times is freaking National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <laughs> you hate that movie. I... Too, just because I've seen it so many fucking times that it's not fun anymore for me. I don't think I've seen it all the way through. Oh ever. my god! I would say you gotta watch it, but you don't. <laughs> you don't. Was your family really obsessed with Lord of the Rings when those movies no, came no. out? My family's not like a fantasy family. God, my no, dad is. They've that never person. seen Lord of the Rings. Um, but the other movie that we watch a lot is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, which oh, is yeah, really yeah. good. There's not a lot of like Thanksgiving movies that are just like strictly yeah. set sort of on or near and about Thanksgiving, but that one is... I've, I've also never seen that Oh, movie. you would love Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. It's hilarious, but it also Steve is very Martin sad is at the movie? end. Steve Martin okay. and John Candy are I like the stars. Steve Martin a lot. And they're basically trying to get home to Chicago from New York the day before Thanksgiving, trying to get back to their families. And, like, of course, they encounter all these problems. All the rental cars are sold out. Their flight gets grounded in the wrong city, and they're stuck in Wichita, and, like, they can't get home. But then, just to spoil it, at the end, like, they're both trying to get home to their wives, and John Candy is talking about how much he loves his wife the whole time and everything like that, and they get back, and they get on the, the, Steve Martin gets on the train in Chicago to go to his house, like, they're on the Chicago L, but then, I guess he has, like, a hunch or something, because he gets back off the train, and he sees John Candy is just standing there by himself, like, on Thanksgiving morning, because his wife has passed away. Aww. Like, and she's been gone for a few years, and he's alone on Thanksgiving. That's so sad. It's really sad. But then he brings John Candy oh, okay. home to eat with his family. That sounds good. But, nice. like, the movie is them, like, not getting along the whole time. So that's I like they, that. Yeah, it's really nice. <laughs> yeah, my family used to love the Lord of the Rings movies. We saw all of them in theaters and own the box set of all the movies where each of them are the director's cut. Oh, yeah, sure. Which makes the movie 30 to 40 minutes longer it's than already so long. two and a half hours. <laughs> so we no. had to watch one of them. I think we watched the second one, which is The Two Towers, yeah. when I was home. For Christmas, because my brother's girlfriend is now watching them, because he's making her do it, yeah. and she was not into this movie, yeah. and we watched the entire director's cut of this movie that is so boring and long. That's one you can't force. Like if someone's not into it's Lord of the like, Rings, you can't force it. And she's like uh, watching it the whole time. She's trying so hard. Yeah, that movie involves like talking tree creatures yeah. that walk around yeah, that are that different from normal trees somehow, yeah. and it's so confusing. And there's like a part where like. These two hobbits are, like, walking around with this tree for, like, 30 minutes. Yeah. And, I'm like, this and the wizards are, like, changing their beard color to signify yeah. allegiance to certain sides. And yeah, it's there's like, different wizard beards. Ugh. 
Well, should we wrap up the second half of that game? Oh, yeah. We have a, a game that yeah. we played in the last episode. Yeah. So this is called the best friend tag, which you're supposed to answer the questions about each other. We kind of do that. Well, it's like whatever. Um, so I can have five more questions that we can do. Yeah. So the next question is, if you could have dinner with any dead person, who would it be? Oh, man. I've never thought about this. You've never thought about it? No. Oh, man. A dead person. A That's dead. Hard. Do you have an answer ready? Like, would you want to have dinner with, like, someone recently dead or, like, from, like, like um, Galileo or something? No, not Galileo. Whatever. He had his time, you know? You don't want to bring him back to life to have dinner with him? I bring him back to life. I think maybe I'd want to have dinner with, like, Napoleon. So I'd be like, that What's be wrong cool. with you, dude? <laughs> <laughs> She's berate him. Why couldn't you just chill? This fucking be cool. Napoleon. Jesus. <laughs> What sandwich do you want, Napoleon? We're ordering now. This is a one-hour dinner. And you're at Subway, so it can be very quick. Yeah, that's what I would do. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Do you know who I would pick? I have no idea. I don't know. The first person who came to mind was Anne Boleyn. Who is that? She's the person who basically was married to Henry VIII when he divorced his first wife and then oh. created an entirely new religion so he could have a divorce. Oh, right. yeah. It was to marry Anne Boleyn, and okay. then he had her decapitated. So okay. She was a very interesting person. Things to pretend there. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, he also had like eight wives and decapitated yeah. most yeah. of them. Not a chill dude either. <laughs> no, he was not very chill. But he created an entire church, like yeah, a pro- the Protestant church, just to fuck a girl named Anne Boleyn. Not that he wasn't already fucking her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, favorite book? I know your favorite. Yeah, book. you know my favorite book. Yeah, it's the Bone Clocks by the David. Clocks. The Bone Clocks by David Mitchell. I fucking love David Mitchell. <laughs> you do like him a lot. I love David Mitchell. It's a cool concept to me too. Like yeah. you've explained to me yeah. that all of his books take place take yeah. place in the same universe, which I think is really interesting. Yeah, but they're different genres. Sure. Um, but I'm not going to go into the whole spiel here because I get too deep into it. But for those who don't know, David Mitchell is a guy who's probably best known for writing Cloud Atlas. Yeah, I guess um, that's his most. Famous. Probably, but the Bone Clocks was a really big book too. But the the, the Cloud Atlas is the one that I filmed. I've it? only ever seen Cloud Atlas, the movie, because one of my favorite yeah. actors is in that movie. Who? Ben Wishaw. Oh yeah, he's great. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, but I don't know your favorite book. You read more than I do. Uh, yeah, my favorite book is The Time Traveler's Wife by Audrey Niffenegger. <laughs> oh, maybe I didn't know that. Which is like kind of a lame answer now. Like it used to, when that book first came out, it was like highly like regarded as like be, being very like yeah well-written and yeah. like i've read a lot of she only written like three books but i've read all of them um but now it like it was such a t- bad movie like with rachel mcadams and eric vanna yeah that movie is terrible oh, I never and it's like a very romantic story like that it can be kind of construed as just being like romance yeah but it's like a very interesting concept to me yeah. it's like, kind of creepy in a certain sense yeah it is but it's a very very good book i okay. love that book you gotta read it well, Consolation Prize for me is a book that I love and I know you don't call it The Goldfinch. I'm excited for that movie to come out. I'm excited for the movie. I'll yeah. see the movie. Yeah. All right. What's our next question? Uh, the next question is, if you were an animal, what would you be? A pelican. We just had, didn't we just talk yeah. about this for some reason? The thing that I love about pelicans <laughs> is that they can walk, fly, and swim. And I think that's fucking dope. I mean, I guess that is pretty they cool. They can traverse all parts of life. So that's cool. But they also are really smelly, and they keep a lot of dead fish in yeah, their mouth. Yeah, they eat fish all day, which would be a bummer. Yeah, but, you hate fish. But if I'm a pelican with my own brain, then I'll just go to McDonald's. Like, it's, I will eat something else. I'll change my diet. I feel like in like the truest sense of, like, 
being some kind of like bird, you would be like a New York pigeon that would just eat oh, French God. fries off the sidewalk. Yeah, I, really would. I would end up, if I'm a bird, I would definitely end up in New York. Yeah. They're just like foraging for the Because you just like eat, like eat all the food off the ground. Yeah. yeah. What about you? I think, do you remember what I said when we were talking about this the other day? No, like a flying fish or something? What? What did you, what did you say? A I, said a, I said a sloth. Oh, yeah, a sloth. Which is the cutest animal. It is cute, but I feel like it'd be frustrating to have your top speed throttled so much. That's true. If you I had my sane human brain, I would probably go insane. Yeah. Or I'd be a red panda. That would be cute. Yeah, they're pretty cool. They're pretty athletic. Or I'd be like Fiona the Hippo. Yeah. <laughs> she has a great life. She does have a great life. She's a star. Um, this is a very strange question, but it's what ability would you like to fully master? Huh. I guess like a real ability. <laughs> like what, in what... You would, like, want to master, like, being, like, super strong or yeah, something? Yeah, of course I'd want to master teleportation if I could achieve anything. Well, yeah, obviously. We've talked about that before in the podcast. Um, I would like to master architecture. I would love to know. Really? Like, everything about it and how to design a building. It's and a lot of to, math. How to choose, like, the facade and the materials and how to really critique a building. That would be, like, you would just I would wanna... love to walk in and be, like... This building sucks. Oh my god, like the molding in here is so brutish, you know? <laughs> so. so 1976. Yeah, yeah, what about you? Uh, it would be something like painting, or like I would want to play an instrument really well, yeah. or something like that. Okay. I'd like, one of my, well, I would want, being able to sing would be really cool. That would be cool. I can't sing at all. That would be cool, I'm, you could dazzle people. I know, I'm really tone deaf, and I'd be really good at karaoke, yeah. which I really love to do, I'm just yeah, not very good. that would be good. to be a star at karaoke. <laughs> I'm just not very, I like, I love to do karaoke, but I know I'm not good at it. It would, yeah, you would love it if karaoke was no longer, like, fun, but it was, like, a display of your talent. <laughs> I've been in that situation yeah, where karaoke been. has been used to display someone else's talent, Yeah. and I was very annoyed, because yeah. I'm just there to scream Lady Gaga into right. the mic. Right, yeah, it's just, it's fun. In private room karaoke. Yeah. Okay, so the last question. Okay. One phrase or expression you use too much. Yours. I, I know which one you're going to say. It's for better or for Yours worse. Yours is for better or for worse. You know, for better or for worse. It's, I feel which like. Which I a, used, like, recently in something. In the yeah, name, it's I a know. nice, you're, when you, when you say that phrase, you're following it by something that the person probably doesn't want to hear. And so it's. But you're softening the blow. You're softening the blow. That's what you're doing. And I think there's, like, a professional understanding tone to it. When you say for better or for worse, it implies. I've thought about it from your perspective. I understand that but there might be an outcome that would be preferred to this. But for better or for worse, this is reality. what it is. This is reality. <laughs> so it doesn't mean you have to uh, proceed with whatever we're talking about. But it, it, you know, yeah, that's what it is. And I think the reason that you use that phrase so much is because often you have to deliver bad news to people over the phone yeah, for your job. I do. I do. Um, I think it's a better way of saying it is what it is, which is one of my least favorite phrases. Yeah, it is what it is. It's very, like... It's very stupid. Yeah, passive-aggressive. Uh, one phrase that you use too much. Or a word. I can think of... Well, Well, this is, like, maybe not totally the way the question's supposed to be answered, but you've gone through a phase where you thank people so much in, like... Well, now I had to stop doing it. Yeah, you had to stop doing it, like, at a restaurant. And Kelsey's just trying to be nice, like, in her defense... But she puts on this totally different voice that, like, all of the people at the table sitting with her who know her never hear her use outside of this setting with, like, the waiter or waitress. But after they take her order or take her plate away, she'll say, oh, thank you so much. And it's, like, much higher pitch than she usually goes. <laughs> at one meal, I had to say this, like, multiple times. Yeah. And then I stopped saying it because everyone just made fun of oh, me so well, much. thank you so much. But sometimes I do use it when I answer 
the phone yeah. when I'm getting like food delivered. She's thanking someone way more than she actually like intends to thank them. Yeah. I also think I say the word literally too much. I didn't notice that. Okay, well that's good. Yeah, that's good. Well, okay, so what would you rate this episode? This episode was much better than the last one, I think. Whenever we record two episodes in a row, the yeah. second one is always better. Maybe we should start trashing the first one. <laughs> I think that would be, like, sad. I would give this one an 8 out of 10. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. I would agree. I think yeah. that's 8 out of 10. All right, well, you guys might be listening to this in, like, March or April, but the reality <laughs> is, right now, we got to go watch the Super Bowl. Yeah, we're going to go watch the Super Bowl, or uh, the big game, TM. Yeah. Um, and then, in a week, we're going to be in Paris. Yeah. All right, we'll take care, guys. Bye. Bye.